Hello and uh, welcome to the program. I, I've got to tell you, you are listening to a very good episode, or what we think will be a very good episode, because we are about to attempt a miracle. No stunts, no well-record attempts, no, you know, BS, if you want to call it that. We are going to attempt something pretty awesome, or more to the point, jashes. What am I talking about? You will know after we play the opening music. Hello and welcome to the show. We oh, are yeah. delighted to have you with Hello. us. Hola, amigo. Oh, hola, mi amigo. ¿Cómo estás? We. It's a delight to have you on the show. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't learn any European languages. Mandarin Chinese was my thing at school. Um, for semi-obvious reasons. Um, I don't know what the school curriculum is in WA. Do you do you have to learn a language in kind of first year? Beats me. I it was not it was not a, a mandatory thing in high school for me. I learned was, Indonesian in primary school. Welcome to the show. <laughs> we are delighted to have you with us, Indonesian or not, speaking or not. Um, but as we teased in the opening titles, oh, you are oh, here wow. on a very, very big episode of this show. Because we have teased this. Well, we haven't teased this. Oh, never mind. All for the teasing. But we are going to do something on this show which I never thought we'd be doing, but we're going to do it, everybody. Uh, we are about... To attempt the impossible, or what I like to think is the impossible. Forget, you know, you know, you know, forget trying to revive all the great people of the world who have, you know, died recently. Forget trying to get, you know, me a job overseas or Jash, you know, a recurring role on Sesame Street as the first Australian. We are going to attempt something which I, I, I again, I, I never thought we would be doing oh this. My. Ladies and gentlemen, Jash is going to attempt to convince me, Hans, that I should watch this show. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Jash is going to attempt to turn me into a drag race fan. Oh, yes, Hans. And I have to say, <laughs> you are you are delusional. You are crazy. Um, I am just gagging to think that we can take what is an epic empire. Before we go on. What? Apparently, I'm delusional and you're gagging. Yes. You would have experience on that. <laughs> on gagging? <laughs> yeah. Just hold your thumbs, guys. That's how you that's how you get to it. Yeah, start those engines. <laughs> Jeez. 
the sex point is podcast. No, 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 no. Oh, no. That is not happening. Um, but yes, we are going to do no. a show. This no. was an idea sent to me by actually one of our mutual friends, who is a giant RuPaul's Drag Race fan. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to attempt it. Oh, yes. I mean, well, as I was saying, I... I... Now, okay, let, let's just clear this up before we start. Let's okay. just clear this up before we start. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have not seen a single minute of that show. I cannot believe. I know. <laughs> I okay, just... I get it. Revoke my feelings. Gagging, gagging. Um, but yeah, I've not seen a single episode of the show, and... My only knowledge of it is from some friends who watch the show and they talk about it. But usually it goes in one ear and not the other. <laughs> Today, on this very show, <sighs> Josh is going to attempt to turn me into a fan. Oh, boy. Please tell me you've got a compelling case because everybody so far has failed miserably. Oh, oh my lord. Well, here's hoping. But I mean, look, I'll start off by saying, of course, like, you know, it's... I understand, like, it's not everyone's cup of tea, that not everyone's into this stuff, but... Yeah, usually I'm the one spilling it. Spilling the tea? (laughs) No, I'm just breaking the cup. (laughs) No, of course I'm spilling the tea. I love it. I love it, because that's also a reference. Girl, (laughs) there you go. There you go. How, I don't know how, but I'm I'm impressed by that. Oh, good. But also, yeah, the fact that we're reducing this to a a single episode is, yeah, kind of making me feel like it's going to be quite a task. I'll say that much. Let's do, (laughs) okay, okay, let's do this as one episode. If it gets successful, you never know. Oh, a part two. We may do a part two after I've seen about four minutes. Oh God. I'll be honest, this podcast, like, I feel like I, like, I feel like I had so many ideas for what, like, this podcast was going to be. And like, one of my many ideas was... Like to do like a a RuPaul's Drag Race recap episode, like like oh like a recap podcast, like to kind of like recap every True. single episode. Um, we I know that we did and, have, and, my, and my understanding is that there's many to get through. Well, I I believe there is quite a selection out there. Absolutely, I I even like an official one as well from Mother <laughs> Ru Mother Ru herself. Okay, so in that sense. <laughs> It doesn't really matter what the fans say, because the final word is actually with the creator. This is true, exactly. So why do we need all these other versions, other podcasts that do all these recaps? Because the one that counts is the one done by the star of the show. Ah, well, look, it is good to get a fan's opinion on everything. (laughs) As much... Okay. Like, as, uh, I know that the uh, the fans, the, uh, the the community that is obsessed uh, with RuPaul's Drag Race, they can be pretty aggressive, like, and pretty pretty. Um... Yeah, and and we will and we will get to that <laughs> because I think that's a big problem of why I'm not into the show. Because, frankly, if you don't belong in a specific camp. You're officially cancelled. Indeed. I mean, I could be wrong. Gotta love the cancel culture that we got. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's the sense that I get. But we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Look, this is a show that has just 
has just become so much bigger than what it originally intended to be, I believe. I think when it first started out, um, I guess you could call it as, you could call it maybe a, a parody of, of shows like, uh, like Project Runway or America's Next Top Model, uh, yeah, in which uh, you... All shows that I clearly spend a lot of time <laughs> watching. <laughs> I'm that, just is... as into those shows, for sure. I, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. But it's somehow... A little, little, little bit of a Tyra Banks in your evening? Oh, my lord. <laughs> man. It, it, it's basically the same idea as well in which, like, the, the host of the show is pretty much, like, so narcissistic as well like she basically has pictures like in portraits and uh like and just basically every aspect of the show rupaul basically overlooks um she has her puns is it necessarily always a good idea to have you know the one person who is the star who's the executive producer presume this executive producer yeah. I believe so yeah so I mean star creator executive producer when the brand is imprinted across all those things it's true that's yes. not always a good thing but I assume you're saying that actually in this case it's a really good idea well I mean the fact that RuPaul was such an iconic dry queen in the in the heyday um I think she she was such a trailblazer like especially like in the 90s and even now like with producing a show like drag race in which drag queens actually now have can now have a platform that was bigger than ever has been right is awesome um it's such like even just watching it now like uh i think I, I feel like I really have only got into the show like maybe like around 2015 or so. Like my my ex like boyfriend at the time like he like we, we just randomly watched a season that he was so into. Um and and now he's not even into you. Well, <laughs> it's a bit of a burn. Uh, but look, hey, ancient history. I love you. Ancient history was six years ago. Let's, I'm it's kidding, all good. Ah, oh, bless mutual love. Um, and, and that's why we've never asked each other on the box. <laughs> Explain the appeal of the show then. Because to me, it sounds like another, just like, it sounds like to me, just another reality competition. So just like, you know, The Voice, The X Factor, all these kinds of things, their talent is, they're great singers. So you think you can dance, their great talent is, they can dance. MasterChef Australia, they're great their great talent is coming up with a cry story. So, what's the what's the differentiation of this show apart from the fact that I think it comes down to one thing: personality. Okay, I mean, well, like you know, those shows. I think they're more based on yeah, like you know, if you have the strength to get through the challenges or the talent. To uh, right. to you know when 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 the audience's approval and to uh, yeah get on the judges' good side. Okay. Um, with this show, it's 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 more or less all those things, but it's also about how you uh, present 
this with the personality that you have as a performer. Okay. I think that is what it kind of dwindles down to. That's that's sort of how each drag queen comes out of the show with such a great fan base, as well as also going home with a crown as well, is if you have, well, what RuPaul calls uh, the C-U-N-T, which is <laughs> the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. But it dwindles down to the personality. I have never <laughs> thought that word could turn into an acronym. There you go. Oh, good on And that's room. sad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. That's, Yeah. I mean, that's essentially... Is there a general consensus among the fans about what constitutes as a everyone-loves-you personality or an everyone-hates-you personality? Just like that we all... I mean, if you haven't seen the current season of MasterChef, you may want to skip this bit for the, the bloopers, but like how we all universally thought that Trent can't cook <laughs> and how we all universally thought that Dan probably should have progressed further in the competition... Or that Tom should have made a whole lot more than just desserts. Tom specifically, not Tommy. I'm talking about Master Chef now in that reference. Not a, yeah. But <laughs> I know it runs over your head. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm talking about, you know, is there a general consensus among fans what makes a good contestant? Um, Although I'm completely aware at this point that RuPaul just makes all the decisions and doesn't really care. Well, I mean, look, I, I mean, well... As far as I know, I would I would say that you know she does have some like I, I would hope that the fans have some input as to who the winner is because essentially like before the grand finale she does kind of put it out there who would you like to win give them the old hashtag but I would say that the true winners of the show are not the ones that have the crown because there are quite a few winners from the show who have not really uh succeeded uh, like as much as one would hope that they would have like they are the ones that have have the best personality that just don't take don't take any shit uh that uh just seize every opportunity that they can um, that even make their own, like, you know, create their own content, create their own businesses, make their own shows, and really, like, put in put in the work, do what they need to do. Be so it's, bitch. so it's, it's less a reality show and more a launch platform. Because that's what I understood from some of my friends as well. That, you know, unlike American Idol, for example, those people you most yeah, likely... that's will another example, a, for sure. They yeah. will most likely just play in a bar. Right. Absolutely. But they may not be a professional. They probably don't have a contract. Otherwise, why would you go on that show? <laughs> the prize is recording contract. <laughs> um, well, yeah. But my understanding about this show from some of my friends who watch it and explaining it to me is that they already do that professionally, but they just need a broader audience. Is that the case with this show? I guess so. Fellow Aussies out there, uh, if we know who Courtney Act is... Uh, would you happen to know who that is, Hans? Uh, I think I do, and the only reason I know that is because she was on Dancing with the Stars. Hey, there you go. So that's not much to go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, even so, absolutely the, the epitome of um, 
of a successful career is <laughs> just going on every single reality show that you can. But um, no, but that's what we call Australian television, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. We've run out of talent. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, look, yeah, it is pretty much reality show after reality show. It is. Which we, even now, we have an Aussie version of Drag Race, which is great. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, for example, shows like American Idol or MasterChef, it's just a title of a show. The people who come from that are so much bigger than just the name of the show. My issue with a show like RuPaul's Drag Race is mm. that the first thing I think of is, well, RuPaul's a star and it might be a competition, but let's face it, the biggest star of that show is always going to be the hosts because they've set the precedent. Right. And I'm not sure whether I can get my head around that because I really want to root for the contestant's success rather than watching, you know, the star of the show just lay there, hey... That was not an hello, actual hello, phrase. Hello. That was not an actual phrase. Yeah. That's the phrase. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yes. Like they're just they're they're laying their imprint over everybody. Right. Even though we probably full well should be focusing on the contestants' journeys. I mean we do. I don't know. Like, like please prove me I wrong. Think, yo, no, if you watch the show, you'll see that like, yeah, it is it, like it is essentially about the about the contestants. Obviously, there's a very dedicated, you know, group of fans that follow the show, um, both hetero and homosexual, which I think is awesome and good on them. Yay! And and that says a lot about the show as well, right? That mm. you know, it's it's able actually to, pardon the pun, penetrate that audience. <laughs> the other problem with that is that this show has a very loyal fan base, which is great for you know whoever's producing the show. Yes. On the other hand, it creates for some very dynamic and ugly fan bases. Mm. I don't yeah. like ugly fan bases. Yeah, look. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I could speak for why that is like why that is the case and why people are just so so passionate <laughs> when it comes to things like who should be the winners of the show and you know who who deserved you know the, the the win for these challenges and like, uh, and the drama that just in, unfolds as well behind the scenes and like, you know, who's in the wrong, who's in the right. Um, and I feel that's probably one major thing that's not gotten me into the show yet. Because if you're setting that kind of a precedent, you are not just saying a lot about the fans of the show. You are actually saying a lot about the queer community as well. Which I don't think we necessarily want to be exhibiting. I guess not. that we're just a divisive bunch no, of ratbags. No, not at all. Not at all. It's kind of wow. Ironic. That sounded harsh and inhibiting. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. The, the irony there. I mean, look. <laughs> the, uh, it's, and yeah, even more irony is just the fact that the show itself, um, like, uh, yeah, the motto. I think what it comes down to is yeah. Everybody say love. Like, it's supposed to be a show <laughs> that says it's supposed to celebrate the love, uh, you know, and the acceptance of this amazing community. Um, but for, for some reason, yeah, there's this just hardcore, passionate, aggressive uh, community of people that are just just go so hardcore into just tearing down various people. And that's, and again, like, 
guys, it's just a TV show. Can we get a grip? And by, by the way, I, I, you know, when you're listening to this, I am completely aware, and before you all you know, throw something at us, please be aware that Josh is trying to speak for the entire <laughs> community. You're doing, I'm just one person. You're, you're, doing, you're doing it admirably. Oh, um, I am just one person. Which, but he is just one person. Yeah, and I have a hunch sorry, this is the kind of yeah. show that you need to do with like please. five different people. Oh, but yeah, for those who are super passionate about this show as I am, probably even more so, send us your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and convince Hans, please. Yeah. <laughs> Give it your best shot. Yeah, the other thing, again, and, and gets me, and this is where the... We'll come back to the the funny and the great in a moment, I I promise. But I do feel that we need to take a serious detour here for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, My hunch is that whether you're into this show or not may also possibly, I'm not saying it's true, but it may also possibly be a result of your upbringing. Um, My parents have never been the most accepting in fact sometimes they're not even willing yeah. to listen but that's a different thing mm-hmm. um and you know wh- whenever they they show drag performers on television or in the movies you know my parents are the kind of people who will be instantly revolted they will be like why is he cross-dressing as somebody else and calling himself a her you nimwit Amongst, well, okay, that's the kind version. There's some other harsher versions out there, which have been said. Yeah. um, Which I don't want to put the audience through. Um, But that, again, that might be part of that as well. um, Because when you don't grow up in a house or an environment that's very open to that kind of thing, you're not exposed to those kinds of things. Um, And I didn't have many friends until... Oh, many friends with this kind of interest, with this kind of persuasion until, you know, I moved out recently and I'm starting to acquire a little more of these things. Yeah. Again, you moved here from WA to Sydney, what, four or five years ago, something like that? Uh, four years. Yesterday. Yeah, so you, you got into Drag Race essentially just before <laughs> you left. Yeah, for Sydney. pretty much, yeah. Okay, that's the other thing that I've noticed. People who are into this show that I know personally are into the show after they've been exposed to a lot more of these kinds of performance. If you don't live in the most accepting household, my hunch is that you would have n- not as much an interest, not as much an awareness of this kind of thing. It's true. That's a, that's a fair point. <laughs> and I think that, to me, is part of the, the blocking, part of the, you know, may, may, maybe the, 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 the fear, the hatred, the, the disinterest... But I would openly admit that because I don't come from a background that would be very approving or interested, all the above, for this kind of show. Because I, you know, again, you come from the kind of, I come from the kind of situation where, you know, it's just brushed aside. Like, you know, that's not a performer. They've just dressed up in some other costumes and started, you know, they're not even singing. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't want to make that too serious, but I think I, I just wanted to say that because I think there are possibly other people who may not be into the show who maybe had the same experience or have the same experience. That's true. As I do. Ah, it's true. Um, totally get it. What do you say then to someone who might 
be or have been in my situation. Man, well, I think everyone kind of has their own journey, I suppose. So it's just, yeah, it's just sort of a matter of just kind of keep on chugging along and just getting through whatever it is that's kind of keeping you from, I guess, real, I don't know, realizing what it is that, yeah. All right. It's kind of hard to speak on that when it's, yeah, when it's a situation that I've, yeah, I can't, haven't really been. So yeah. I, I take it then that, you know, your parents know of your love of the show. I mean, well, not that, <laughs> well, not that like, oh, that. That well, it was just, I mean, more like, I think, uh, you've gone ahead with it and you don't care what they think. That was sort of, that's, that's yeah, I guess that's kind of my mentality, I suppose. It's like, as I've grown up and, uh, been exposed to yeah. so many, uh, crazy aspects of the world, specifically the gay world, mm. which truly is a whole new world in itself. I think, I feel like when I came out, that was like, that's exactly what it felt like. Just yeah, like there was just this. It's like the Matrix, you know. Like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's this whole other whole other universe that's just been hiding behind. Mm. Yeah, you feel me? You feel me? I do. Yeah. Um, DM us if you think we should do a coming out <laughs> episode because, I mean, I think your story would be interesting. Mine is definitely like, whoa, I did not expect that. Oh, that's the reaction I get from most people I tell the story to. Um, so in that same vein then, I mean, you obviously don't care what other people think about whether you, you like the show or not. Oh, you're obviously hell no. By yourself. <laughs> How did this show not change your life? I mean, that's not necessarily the, the right way to put it, but I mean, you know... What kind of an impact has it had on you? I think it's really educated me um, in terms of, uh, I guess, not only like drag as an art form, but also uh, things like, like what is the difference between uh, a trans, like a transsexual yep. and a drag queen? Like, just even little things like that. Just, like, certain things of the LGBTQIA plus community that I, like, I myself as a gay man um, had never thought about myself. Mm. Like, I feel like I learned so much just from that show. Things like, also things like, you know, non-binary, like, that whole... Yeah. Yeah, that whole thing. Like, I... And also trying to, like... uh, trying to figure out where in where in all these many categories like I fit well in which I you know I uh I I think I quite feel confident that I'm just you know just purely in gay men like I mean it's opened opened you up to different worlds but that's exactly right yes indeed and having making me have a much better understanding of you know those uh, these people that I you know uh, because I have so many, I feel like I've now 
met so many other people in uh, in these uh, different categories as well, and which I truly love. And um, yeah, that's my thing. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I mean, <laughs> what I but look, I'm no lawyer. <laughs> You're no lawyer. I, I cue law and order. Probably, boom, boom. yeah. <laughs> <Bottom>. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Look, I, 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 I probably haven't presented the, the greatest argument of all time, but I hope I've played some parts and. Uh, and there's going to be all sorts of people writing, I can do that better than him. If you think you can do Please. it better, go yes. for it. Oh, I, I, um, I thousand percent very, people I very, think yeah. that there are so many people that can do a much better job. I, than, I'd, be very, I'd be very interested to hear how, you know, people will argue that it's uh-huh. to, to, to get Indeed. into that show. all five people listening. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. No. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to wrap this episode. Uh, in the meantime, yes. thank you for listening. Please join us on the Instagram and just yes. on the TikTok At the and, Podcast. DM and DM us and all this kind of thing. In the meantime, Gus is going to go start his entrance and I'm going to start my TV. <laughs> Bye. Let the music play. Bye. Bye.